0: Hey, guys, so I have started doing more live audio broadcasts on different applications, and I wanted to share some of my talks on there with you guys as well. So this would be my second episode or broadcast with this certain application. So obviously I've been with you guys for a few seasons, but you'll understand why I'm talking as though people don't know me on there because they don't know me. I'm new. So I'm going to share my live for this This is just sort of a beginning intro to the chakras. It's not getting too in depth. It's just what I've learned based off of the research I've done. Take it for what works for you, add to the research you've already done, question everything and all that good business, but enjoy. Hello guys, I'm back. My name is Ash. For those of you who have not met me yet, I've been around a little bit for last week or so, checking out everybody else's lives. It's some really great people, but this is my second live. Um, I'm in a Sui Reiki master as well as a physical medium. I read tarot and runes and teach it, but I wanted to talk to you guys. We talked a little bit about energy very briefly. And I wanted to get a little bit more in depth about the chakra system. So this isn't going to be a huge course in this. Obviously, a big talk It's just going to be a short little intro. But um, I thought I'd go over a little bit of information with you guys who are wondering a little bit more about it since I brought it up last night. Hello, Kiana. I like your name. Okay, so chakra is Sanskrit, so it means wheel or circle. Now, we have 114 all together throughout our entire body, but I'm going to speak of seven. Last night, I spoke of 12. So, outside of the seven, I'm about to talk of the eighth, ninth, and tenth, or sorry, eighth and ninth is above your head above the seventh chakra the 10th is at your feet the 11th is in your hands and the 12th is sort of all around you encompassing who you are it's unique to each individual but the seven i'm going to talk about today since these are the ones that most people are working on so it's an area where prana or naughty moves okay so it's energy And it affects us differently depending on where it is in the body. So the reason why we work on different areas of ourself or our being physically, mentally, spiritually is to keep all of these sort of in alignment and balanced. And the thought process behind it is if we have this natural flow of energy from the root chakra all the way up to our crown, that's where we're at our most. Um, our most whole, our most well, okay? So that's what we want, is we're looking to make them not under overactive, but there's different ways that you can go about it, which is something I'm gonna talk about with you guys as well. Some of the things you can do, obviously you can do, say crystals or eating or color therapy or exercises or music or, ma- or mudras or mantras that you can do for each of these. But this is just some ideas of what you can do specifically that are known for being good for these specific chakras. So the first chakra I'm going to speak of, we call the root. It's the malda the hard- the mal- the hard- mal- oh my God, maladhara in Sanskrit. And um, it's located right at the base of our spine. So it's right at our tailbone. And this is about feeling safe and grounded. Okay. So grounding, when we say that, when you hear that all the time in spirituality, it just means you're feeling rooted to the earth. You don't feel kind of spacey. You feel like you're firmly planted and it's feeling safe. So this is where we make our dreams happen and come alive. So when it's, out of alignment, some things that you may notice is that some people can be really cocky. Some people may have very low self-esteem, right? There can be anxiety and fear, but it's going to it's going to affect different parts of our body as a physical response. So this affects our knees, our hips, and our legs. So that's other signs that it could be out of alignment. <clears throat> it can also affect our backs as well as sexual organs since that is obviously the area of which it's located so we're given different colors that can be associated as well as crystals so the colors normally associated with the root chakra are the brown red and black so the red symbolizes anger anxiety worries nervousness it can also mean positive things as well but we're looking for more of a what could be signs of imbalance. Brown is holding on to things or insecurities and black can symbolize a hard time of forgiveness or grief that's unresolved that you can't get past, right? Um it can also mean physical health problems possibly too depending. So normally when people are working in crystal reiki, you'll see them using in this area garnet, smoky quartz which is like um it's like a quartz crystal but darker ruby onyx red jasper which is a really common one hemiotite and red bloodstone which i love and red coral and black tourmaline so the whole idea is to transmute the energy and make it more positive so we spoke of energy and how everything has an electric magnetic field last night and that's tapping into the electric magnetic fields of ours and of the crystal. sorry, got a phone call, and um, and transmuting it, right, and balancing it out. That's the idea. So it's tapping into the vibration of its electric magnetic field in the crystal and ours, or our clients. All right. So we have different things that it's going to affect, right? So the gland is the testes. Obviously, there isn't one for women. The celestial body would be Saturn, and it focuses on our physical existence. So more of our rootedness, right? And the need is for certainty. The right is to be. And if you were to have a god or goddess associated to it, a lot of people think of Lakshmi. So a lot of people find that aromatherapy or Hatha Yoga is really good for working with the root as well as reflexology and some of the drum the gemstones that i had mentioned um drumming as well there's some really great tracks on youtube you can find free and the didgeridoo which i think is pretty cool but the second chakra which is located roughly about two finger widths below our navel it's the sacral or the sad visana. I'm totally butchering that, but it means sweetness in Sanskrit. And this is where our sexuality and our creativity lies. And it's our needs. It's also about us being friendly, creative, our emotions, that kind of thing. It determines our worth and our confidence in ourselves and what we think of other people. So it also works with our childhoods and how we were raised to feel about ourselves and how that's going to impact who we are as people today. So we're gonna notice when, like I said, it's gonna notice our ways of expressing confidence in an assertive way, in a healthy and friendly way, not in a cocky way, that kind of thing. So this is learning how you wanna learn to let things sort of go with the flow, right? And you don't wanna feel exhausted mentally or physically. That's something where you may notice if you're holding on to things that's affecting you, there could be unhealthy relationships. You may get attached to people or have instability. So, there could be also kidney issues, stiffness in the lower back, constipation, tight muscles, or like, you know, being tight from being stressed, wound tight. And it does include the female sexual organs, the kidneys, the bladder, and the large intestine. I'm not saying this is if you have any of these issues. That's for sure going to happen to you. These are just some of the things you can look for. So this main color is orange for the sacral. And it's the color of vitality and good health. It's stamina. It's having courage and being outgoing. And when you notice that it might be out of alignment, you might notice for some people that there are addictions, right? Or um, I need to like codependency on people and their relationships. So it doesn't have to be addictions to drugs or alcohol. It can be attachments. So the gemstones that most people work with for this is carnelian, agate, orange, calcite, which I love, tiger's eye, amber, citrine, topaz, and moonstone. And the gland is the ovaries. There's none for men in this instance. And this rep- is represented by the moon. And it focuses on intimacy and emotions. It's our need to have variety and to feel. And Rati is the deity associated with this one. So, for the best healing methods for this chakra, is water watsu, which I think would be really cool, sacred sex emotional release technique which is just um it's learning different ways that you like different questions you can ask yourself basically with journaling or through someone you feel safe with which you can speak to about your emotions hip opening yoga poses massages as well as juice fasts now the third chakra is about two finger widths above the belly button and it's manipura which means illustrious gem is the solar plexus, and it is about our strengths and the things that we're passionate for. So it can come out as anger depending on who it is or like, you know, um, your passion towards causes that you feel really strongly for. It's also considered to be where um, our psychic, intuitive nature is home. Weirdly enough, most people automatically go to the third eye or the or the seventh chakra and, uh, it's interesting because this is where it begins to be honed, which makes sense because it affects us when we're sleeping. It's our dreams. It can cause astral traveling. So when it's balanced, you're going to be one, or sorry, if it's imbalanced, you may notice depression, right? You may question who you are and you want to have that confident nature, that strong inner knowing. And knowing that you're making the right choices, being able to make choices on your own. And this is something that can affect our digestion. So it's the stomachs, the liver, the gallbladder, the pancreas, and small intestines. Again, as I said before, this isn't a have to. This is just what I've learned as I've done a lot of studying. So. The color is yellow and it relates, like I said, to our passions. It's also about our creativity and our spiritual awakening, which I thought was really, really cool. And I love doing dream work. And I think that that's really cool because it's about our inspiration and our intelligence. It's where everything sort of starts, right? So it's being optimistic. Usually for this one, the gemstones used in say crystal Reiki would be citrine, topaz, amber, tiger's eye, and yellow calcite again. So this is this actually can affect our adrenal and pancreas. And this is with the sun and Mars, which I love. It's It kind of works if you know the tarot. Um, Mars is all about power, right? And the sun is energy. It's about personal power and identity. And it's our need to feel significant in the world. It's our right to act. And this is associated to Rama. So for working with this some of the best methods you could do is core strengthening yoga sunbathing right getting out in the sun puzzles so working the mind Fire walking is actually considered, yantra gazing, which is really cool. You can find them online and TPQs, transformational power questions. So like I said, they're questions you can talk to that can help you really delve deep into the root of something that's bothering you, something that you're really passionate for, something to really get you going. You can do that in your journals or with a close friend, a counselor, what have you. So the fourth chakra I'm going to speak of is the heart or Anahatra in Sanskrit, which I'm sure I'm butchering, and it's unstruck, and it's considered green, and it's located at our chest, right? It's right at the center. And it's obviously, like most people would assume, about love, but it's also about spirituality. So it's not just love and romance, but it's love for others, the universe, and also ourselves too, right? And having acceptance for who we are, and feeling confident with who we are and our relationships with others so we don't form attachments. Obviously, this is going to affect our heart, but it also affects our lungs and our circulatory system and also our upper backs. So the colors for this, you'll notice, are pretty pretty standard of what you'd expect. Pink, which is generally self-love, it's artistic and sensual, compassion. You have green, which is how it's generally shown for nature and growth and communication and feeling comfortable and you'll also see it as blue as well the gemstones are rose quartz kunzite and they're the ones that are known most for being like for self-love and malachite and aventurine emerald jade rhodonite and watermelon tourmaline which is actually really pretty and they're known for i guess you would say absorbing any negativity but really To me, it's your mindset and it's focusing your energy towards positive things, right? But they are beautiful stones. (laughs) So the thymus and the heart are what's most affected and it speaks to Venus, which would make sense, right? That's the one that is linked to Taurus. It's the home, it's love, and it's focused on love and connection. It's the need to feel love and to be loved. And it is linked to Hunnamen, which I think is actually pretty perfect. So some of the best healing methods for this is EMT or EFTs or emotional freedom techniques, which I really like. And you feel totally silly doing them. And I wish I could show you guys, but you can Google them easily, but it's like, it's tapping. So you'll take um, your pointer finger, your middle finger, put them together, right? And stick them up in the air or whatever. And you're gonna tap your forehead, the front of your like above your brow. And you're just gonna lightly tap back and forth until until you just feel a release. And you you instinctively know when that area feels just it feels a little bit less stress. It feels more stress free. And then you do below the eyes. You can do along where your uh where your what do you call it? You might have a brain fart well, your throat chakra, but that's not what I was thinking of. But well, that's what we'll be getting into next but you just tap different areas and it's really cool actually it helps a lot you can do it above your eyes above your mouth on the sides of your face but i like i actually like the collarbone area the most i'm sitting here doing it well i'm saying this reiki would be another one that's really good breath work, which you see a lot of people in here doing. Um, and it's not just as simple as, you know, breathing in through your nose, holding it, and breathing out through your mouth, which is breath work. But there's so many more different styles of breathing that you can check out, which will be cool. And Ho oh, open known ho oh my god, ho openompo, which actually someone spoke of today, which I thought was really cool. And that is taking um It's, I don't want to say taking credit because that's not the right word, but it's it's owning your place in everything in the world, good, bad, and otherwise, and also allowing yourself to forgive yourself for those. And hugging, heart hugs. So literally where you would put one arm above the other person and one arm around them below, they would do the same opposite. So you are heart to heart on the chest. Some people feel that doing hugs like that for about 20 seconds are need for survival to do every day. So our fifth chakra is the throat and uh, it's for purification, the Suda. So, It's located, like I said, at the base of the collarbone. So our thyroid, that was what I was thinking of with the (laughs) tapping. Anyways, it relates to our voice, right? And speaking up for ourselves. It's about, and not just vocally, but it's, you know, the written word as well. And we're going to notice a lot of healing for people take place in this part because it's allowing us to express our emotions, our creativity, our passions, which is going to obviously allow us to work on other areas that might be being affected. So you may feel like you've lost your voice. You may notice you have viral illnesses or inflammation, infections. Um, Some people who have problems with their thyroid, like Hashimoto's, may notice a lot more Uh, sensitivity in that area if they don't tend to use their voice. not saying you're going to get Hashimoto's. I'm just saying that it's something that could be affected if you already have it. You might notice raspiness, but when it's free flowing, you're going to feel more artistic and more a sense that you can be open with who you are and expressing that to other people, whether it's your feelings, what have you. And it, obviously affects all areas around our throat and also includes our teeth and our neck, our thyroid and our ears, right? Sort of the areas that get affected by viruses as well. So it's the color of light blue and it usually is about clear communication and truth, but it's also about our intuition and it's about car- being caring and loving and in tune with who we are and being confident with that. So when you think of that area, they work a lot of times with aquamarine, lapis lazuli, sodalite, turquoise, sapphire, blue lace agate, I love blue tourmaline, and blue quartz and azurite. Like I said, you don't have to use these, these are just common ones that people use when doing crystal reiki. But the gland obviously affected is the thyroid. And this speaks to mercury, which makes sense because it's the planet of communication. So it's life's purpose and true expression. And It's spiritual growth and what you can contribute to the world. And it is also about vacuum vaca. So crystal bowls, if you've ever heard, I'm sure a lot of the people on this app have, of course. But you have your your singing bowls that you can get at the different frequencies and notes. That you can play mantras which would be um, you can have them for a specific deity if you want it can be something that you know that you like for you like it can be as simple as going peace love happiness you know and just saying that over and over again it's using your voice box right so chanting wearing turquoise or lapis lazuli so it's definitely stimulated by sight and If you're gonna do yoga poses, something that would help with thyroid stimulation would be good. So our sixth chakra is Anya in Sanskrit and it's to perceive, it's our third eye. And then, like I said last night, it's connected to the pineal gland. And it is basically, if you were to look at the back of your head up and in to the brain stem, you would see the pineal gland hanging there and it is straight shoots forward almost directly in between our eyes, pretty much. So it's right in the center of our brows. And this is supposed to be where our psychic ability comes from. And it is where we tap into the higher side of ourselves and allows us to think more selflessly. So this is when we're tapping into the energy of other people too. And when it's not balanced, you're going to notice people who are really cocky and For instance, on a site like this or an app like this, I should say, you may notice people who are uh, trying to, you know, over embellish what they can do, you know, trying to act like they're a master at something when really, you know, we're never really a master at anything. We're always learning. So you want, you may notice too that the person gets headaches a lot, especially if they're a reader. A lot of people who are reading um, on a regular basis who are psychic, you may, or mediums, you may notice they get really bad headaches or blurry sight actually is another one, but you'll notice like someone who's letting it flow naturally and is in a good place spiritually, they're going to feel in their elements. So they're going to have fl- free flowing messages. They're going to feel confident and happy. Now this, like I said, can affect our eyes. It can It can affect our head, our endocrine and lymphatic system. And it's associated, like I said, with our third eye. So it's associated to the color purple, which is the nervous system and the pineal gland, which I mentioned, it's the color of psychics and intuitives. So dark blue is also related to it and is being a spiritual and clairvoyant. So you'll see amethyst, sodalite, azurite, fluorite, lapidolite, and lapidolite, sorry, and lapis lazuli for those ones. And you'll notice that too, if you're ever learning about altars. a lot of times those ones, as well as the ones for the crown, are in the north section, which I think is interesting. And same within the south, a lot of the ones that are for the first, the root chakra, are the same as in the south. But for this one, the gland is the pineal, like I mentioned, and Neptune is the celestial body, which I like. It's a better focus or perception or ESP. Extra sensory perception. It's the connection to our higher selves. So it's to perceive. And I like that. Now, a lot of people do meditation. Obviously, you'll see that a lot of times on here. Lucid dreaming exercises, which is really cool. And I want to go over some of those with you guys, sort of techniques and ideas you can do to try yourself. Um, exercising your intuition, you know, talking with friends, playing games like, say, with a deck of cards? What's the next card going to come out? What's the next suit that's going to come out? That kind of thing. Um, Making vision boards, where I would assume most people on this app would know. But as a quick recap, it's just sort of like a board or a painting, however you want to do it. You can even get apps now that allow you to put your dreams, your goals, your aspirations on them so you can see them and bring them closer to you in a really shoddy way of explaining it. (laughs) So the last one that I'm going to go over with you is the Sara in Sanskrit. It's thousandfold. And again, I butchered it, but it's the crown chakra. And it is literally just above the top of our heads. So it's not technically right attached to us. And it's where our spirituality and consciousness comes from. So for those of you that believe in a God or a godlike figure, that will be your connection to that as well. So it's where some people believe the soul came into the body from the crown when we were born and when we pass away. So this, when it's out of balance, we may notice there's an extreme in emotions. So there can be extreme happiness even, or extreme anger and rage. And um, there would be a lot of frustration, a lot of sadness, and a lot of headaches. So normally you'll notice that this one is represented by white, which would be um, crystal quartz or rutilated quartz crystals, but it's representing our spirituality and truth. And really white is considered the embodiment of all the colors because in the spectrum, technically all the colors are in it. So it's the color of truth as well as purple, again, associated to the nervous system and the pineal gland. And it's the color of psychic and psychics and intuitives. So Oregon opal is another one. Diamond. Moldavite is another one. Selenite, pyrite, and amethyst. Moldavite, you hear a lot of times that people are dealing with um, (sighs) celestial beings, I guess, if that's what their belief is in terms of that. And it uh, it is from a, what do you call it? Moldavite is from a, I'm having a brain fart an asteroid so that's why it's expensive because it's obviously not it's not made here on earth so the gland is a pituitary in the hypothalamus and it speaks to Jupiter which I love Jupiter is actually Sagittarius's planet which whoop, whoop, I'm a sag <laughs> but Jupiter is all about expansion and growth and luck but it's um it's that confidence to go after what you want new experiences so the focus is oneness and oneness with the divine. So it's knowing your own divine essence within yourself and the deity associated to it is Shiva, of course. So the best healing methods most people tend to use is prayer, which whatever that can be for you, meditation and fasting, um, a lot of alkaline water generally use that too but you can use essential oils for each of these two so i'm not going to get into all of this today because it's a lot of information but i'm going to come back and talk about other healing techniques you can use or ways to help balance your chakras but um and then i'm going to come back in and sort of speak to how we can do things like meditations and different dreaming techniques we can try for kind of opening ourselves up to more messages. So that way for those of you, because I do believe we all have gifts, we all have these centers within ourselves. So it's opening yourself up to those and kind of learning different techniques that might work for you and might not. You might do them a little bit differently and kind of work them for yourself. But um, yeah, I I think it'll be fun. So thanks for listening, guys. I really, truly appreciate it. Ismail, Kristen, Linda, Monday morning, Kaidi. I'm sorry if I'm saying your names wrong. Justice, Daddy, Dax, Topics with Mac, Chastity, Doctor Rao, Jason, Robert, Dale, Matt, and Kiana. Thank you for tuning in. I will talk to you guys soon. Take care.